This is Brimstone here. Just a warning. This episode gets a bit dark and has tones of sinister manipulation. So listener discretion is advised. Previously on the Omen podcast. They took me to this island and, and they put me inside a like cold storage facility. They didn't. Yes. Gamma, um, they're, they're the American, they're an American secret agency. They're, they're not involved with the government. It's like Omen, but for capitalists. Basically Omen for capitalists, yes. Good day, mate. I'm Australian, you can trust me. It's clear that if you hadn't answered their questions, they were probably going to do a bunch of experiments on you, like removing your brain and doing some weird shit to it. Mate, would you have helped them do this? No. Is he lying? Yeah, he's lying. He's a fucking liar. In the middle of the room, there is a operating like chair with a bunch of strange, cool-looking diodes on it. It is a machine that unlocks repressed memories. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't be do- using this thing. It, it, it sounds dangerous. Do you think I have any hazardous repressed memories? Tell me what he sees in my eyes. He sees darkness. <laughs> what will happen next? Find out on this exciting episode of Omen. Blacked out now, I announce in a very loud voice as I black out. You yell that into the void that you are floating in right now. Could you give me the name of the town that Koala Jackson remembers from his youth? Koala Town. Koala Town. Yeah. I have a feeling his name wasn't originally Koala. There are better funny names from... Okay, let's uh, let's call it Australia. What? I, I don't... You don't want to go with, like, Bong Bong or Foul Bay or Humpy Bong <laughs> or, just... or Jim Cum Billy or Nucky Lagoon or Mount Buggery. Okay, let's let's go let's go with an actual Australian town name in a... Uh... These are actual legitimate Australian town names, Nelson. Let's say that Koala, the town he grew up in, was called Noosa. Noosa. Okay. So you're floating through this void and you remember a name, a name of a town that you frequented at some point in your teenage years. A town called Noosa. That does sound familiar. Yeah. You see visions, very strange visions, of you in a bar there. As like a child? No, this is you as a teenager. Okay. I feel like I would be underage drinking, but I wouldn't want to be advertising that fact in case it would be a harmful influence on anyone listening. No, you are you are you're sort of in your late teens at this point, and you're in this bar. You're quite bedraggled looking. You don't have a home, and you're sort of drifting from town to town. Unfortunately, that isn't new. No, sir. <sighs> <sighs> right. Okay. <laughs> you are in this bar, uh, and you're drinking from what? What are you drinking? Uh... I think I'm drinking a Bo Diddley. 
A bow diddly. What's a bow diddly? A bow diddly is uh, vodka and mm -hmm. vodka and vodka, <laughs> and you give it a funny name to disguise the fact that you're doing something absolutely awful to your mind and your body. Okay, so you young koala are drinking a triple vodka. You're feeling really down. For the past couple of years, you've not been able to find anywhere safe. Is there a reason? Have I, have I been hunted? Yes. Oh, no. Something has been following you. Someone has been following you. And it's all because of the thing in your pocket. Or at least that's what you assume it is. That makes a lot of sense. But that's also very sad. Ever since the event several years ago, you've not been able to find any sort of respite. Interesting. You remember when you were a kid just running as far as you could from your parents' house when those people came? Yeah. You just survived in the outback for so long, just drifting between towns, and no one would help you. So at this point, you're sort of quite grizzled and quite fed up with the world. And this thing in your pocket is picking up on that. You feel like you need to keep it, but you also kind of want to throw it away. I feel like I should almost put it into some sort of cursed ring. And throw it into somewhere hot and boily so that it goes away. <laughs> I hate this feeling. It feels cliche and wrong. What do you want to do? I feel like I want to see if there's anyone around. Sort of just like, I just want to look at the other clientele and see if there's anyone I can talk to or fight to make this feeling go away. That's the reason I fight and kill a lot. It's just, it's easier to do than making a friend. There's a couple of drifters in the bar, just like you. Uh, a couple of them are playing snooker nearby. Uh, who's winning at the snooker game? The guy wearing the big leather hat. Uh, the other guy, who looks a bit older than him, is losing miserably. It's a pretty good game of snooker you're playing there. Uh, does your buddy know that you're cheating? I uh, move over to the table, and uh, I begin to tap on the sides, the green sides of it, and I say, it's his own trick if you um, let somebody... Move around the table before they play, and they happen to put a handy little device. I find a thing on the side, and I, I pick it up. It's just a little, it's a little, it's a little felt-covered indentation, and it isn't much, but it's just enough that anything that was bounced there would not bounce correctly because it isn't a flat surface anymore. Damn. You can make shots off of this. You can do whatever you like, really, but. You have a hell of a lot better chance of winning than the other guy. What is what's the currency in in Australia? Kangaroos. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Bullshit. <laughs> Australian? Is it Australian dollar? Uh, a penny is called a wallaby. There. It's Australian dollars. Spoil sport. How did how do you do an Australian accent? Uh, it's like uh, a little bit like a British accent, but you also elongate your vowels a bit more. Uh, a British accent a little bit more clipped, and an Australian accent is a little bit more. The vowels are a little bit like, eh. This guy. This boy. This guy. This guy. This guy bet me five dollars that I could win, and he's been cheating! I'm gonna break your goddamn neck, you low-life bastard! He picks up his snooker cue and immediately bashes the other guy around the head with it. Yeah, I, I, I believe that is what you call, like, if it's if you win and it's not fair, I believe it's called cheating. But I wouldn't know because the back of the dictionary I was reading didn't say anything about it. I couldn't find the definition there. The two guys have now flopped themselves down onto the table uh, and they're beating each other up. And you're sort of standing there looking a bit confused. Yeah, I, uh, I take 
the wallet of both has a roll ultimately on the floor, and I ordered myself another bow deadly. Okay, could you please roll for agility to do this? Indeed. Seven. Okay, so as you try and grab the wallet of this guy, he notices and he then socks you around the head. He clips you and gives you a little bloody nose. He then backs off a bit and gets ready to fight you. Interesting. So some there was a clear winner of that thing I just started. I wasn't able to use it as an efficient distraction. So I could have the money I needed to eat. You tried grabbing his wallet, but he realized you were grabbing it. So both of them are now turning their attention to you. They both realized that you were trying to pickpocket them. Interesting. Okay. I deserve this. I sock him right back with my head. <laughs> okay. Could you roll for strength, please? It is a 21. You headbutt him in the face and you knock his two front teeth out. Immediately, the bloke at the bar yells, Hey, none of that ruckus in here, mate. You can get outside. And then he comes around and he then, like, shoves you all towards the exit. Smash cuts to the bartender going through the window of his own bar. Okay, roll for strength. Oh, that was a 23, sorry. 23, okay. So you grab the man in a fit of rage and you throw the barkeeper out of the bar through the window. What do you think? I'd be like, we're outside now. The other drifters then run off down the street towards the main part of the town. So this bar is on the outskirts of the town and this barman is now lying in a pool of his own blood. I was not meaning to do it that hard. I guess I did not know my own strength at the time. Um, Do you want to go up and check he's okay? You know, I've, I've had a hard life. I am insensible to the world. I'm just basically getting by. I'm just going to grab the bottle of vodka as I go and leave. Okay. You grab a bottle and you then walk out through the front door. And you take one look at the barman on the ground. And you feel a presence. Interesting. You felt this presence before a couple of times. And you hear a voice. Hello, Koala. Long time no speak. I look around. Is anyone talking to me? The voice seems to be, like, straight into your head. It's not the British voice in my head. It's a different voice. It's a different voice. Do I like this voice more than the British voice? It feels both terrifying and sort of really comforting at the same time. So kind of like my own physical presence. Yeah. All right. Um, I go, hello. I see that you're in a bit of trouble. I don't, I don't see any trouble here. He's, uh, the guy's fine. Bar fights happen all the time. It's Australia. He'll get over it. He's fine. I think he's fine. Is he fine? Koala, he's not okay. You can see that he's in a lot of pain. I think you should kill him. Say what again? I think you should kill him. I'm not as certain about that uh, particular decision. I was trying to get some money for food and also for alcohol, and I, I don't, I don't think those two things mix well with murder or I want them to mix with murder I don't I, I don't I don't I don't agree with this I don't want to kill him it's not murder koala it's putting him out of his misery look at him there writhing in pain on the floor such a pathetic creature he isn't on the floor he's, he's more, it's, it's more like a sidewalk um, I think a floor has to be paved and also inside a building these things do not matter koala He's going to die anyway. He's gonna die? I killed him? See, Koala. You pushed him through the glass. The glass cut his jugular vein. 
He's bleeding out. He's in incredible pain. No, no, I have to get out of here. I have to get out of here right now. No, 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 I, no, I... no, no, Koala. Don't do that. Just kill him. No. I don't know. Do you really think it's a good idea? Oh, yes, Koala. This is the only way that you're going to make yourself stronger. It's safer this way. Remember, I'm here with you. We're stronger together. You trust me, right? Uh, can I look at the rock in my pocket? You pick up the rock out of your pocket and you look at it. It's still sort of this inky black void inside. No change? I wouldn't say there's any change. Inside it's sort of black and there are swirls of different colors. It's really strange looking still. You trust me, right? We've been together so long now. What's your name, mate? I don't have a name. Everyone has a name. I can give you a name. What would you like to call me? Um, I'm thinking you should be called that guy in my head who tells me to do bad things. And then, when I do, if I do a bad thing, based off of you, I can just tell them that the guy in the head who tells me to do bad things told me to do it. Which will simplify things significantly uh, if we're going to continue traveling together. Which I really don't want to do. I don't... I don't... I don't... I've been standing over this guy for a while now, and I'm seeing him die, and I'm just like... No, 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 no. I don't know where you came from or where you, you, you want to... Where you could be going from here. I'm not... I'm not killing... Bar man, he he served me without even looking at my card. That's that's a rare sort of chap. That's a good man right there. You could be powerful, Koala. You've trusted me so far. I've helped you out on so many different occasions. Name one. Remember when you were young, lost and alone and hungry, a pathetic little creature. I taught you to survive. I pointed out things that were safe for you to eat showed you how to survive in this harsh, horrid land. And you're saying he's going hes going to hurt me? Oh yes, he will hurt you if he has the chance. Why, why should I hurt this man? He will call the police on you. They will hurt you. Take me away from you. You said he's gonna die too. Ha! That's called an objection right there. I don't know if Phoenix Wright has come out yet, but that's absolutely a contradiction. You said he's gonna die anyway. Ha ha! Video games! They, 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 they... They, they prove murders and also other. Gotcha now! Boom! I'm, I'm shouting this out over the guy's now corpse. Um, I'm pretty sure someone's gonna find me, but I'm absolutely victoring or victor just like ecstatic about defeating the guy in my head. Koala. Take his face. What? Take his face. What about that too? It will help you become stronger in the long run. Why am I trying to become stronger? There are people out there searching for you, Koala. Searching for me. If they find you, they will hurt you. You need to become stronger in order to survive. I caught you in the contradiction about the barman. So I'm pretty sure you can't be trusted. But also, taking his face doesn't seem like the worst idea. It's an act of friendship, Koala. If you have his face, then he's never truly gone. He'll always be with you. 
Do it, Koala. Take his face. Do I have anything to take his face with? There's some glass on the floor. This is going to be a very unsanitary procedure. You do know that, right? He's already dead, Koala. It does not matter. If I eat chicken, the chicken's already dead, but I wash my hands, too. You can wash them later. Okay. I, uh, I take his face. You slowly and very clumsily cut his face off. And then you black out. Whew. That got a bit dark, didn't it? Yeah. This podcast has dark undertones sometimes. We have some drama. Not ev- not everything is just about pissing about. We've got some real drama going on in this house. And it's all my fault. Thank you all for supporting the podcast so far. We finally got enough ratings on iTunes to get an actual, like, collated rating. And we are currently, as of tonight on five stars so we're technically a five star review we are perfect there is no imperfections going on i hope we can keep up this streak but i know for a fact that someone's going to give it four stars at some point maybe one star because they don't like the sound of my voice or something i don't know we'll see how it goes but fingers crossed that we can continue that streak from now until forever but we'll see we also recently broke the 2,500 downloads mark, which is amazing. At 5,000 downloads, we're going to be doing a Q&A. So whenever we get close to that, I'll let you all know and we can collate questions. And then me and the gang will get together and do a Q&A about ourselves, like how we met, what our plans are for the podcast where the story's going. We're going to try and answer as many questions as we can without spoiling things for you. So that's a thing that might happen in possibly a month or two, depending on how quickly we go. Just to let you know, we're going to be going on a week's hiatus after this episode comes out. So that means no episode on the 8th, which is kind of sad because this episode's pretty heavy, but I think it'll give you time to recover. It'll give us time to recover. Um, I need some breathing room because editing the podcast takes a bit of time. Uh, so this will allow me to prepare for the upcoming recording sessions that we're doing and also get a bit of a backlog going so I can maybe take a week off. After the week's hiatus, we are going to have the first of the Hypnospace specials. So if you didn't know, Nelson worked on a game called Hypnospace Outlaw. Hypnospace Outlaw is coming out very, very soon. It is a game about browsing the web in your sleep, and it's sort of a 90s themed game. So it's all the sort of awful GeoCity style websites with terrible GIFs and compression. I'd highly recommend you check it out on Steam. Uh, give them your money. They're awesome. The Hypnospace Outlaw episodes are going to be a special three hour long set of episodes where the devs of Hypnospace, so that's Nelson, uh, Jay Tholen, and Pip, who is known as Tiny Pixels on Twitch. Uh, they're going to be coming together. They're going to be members of the Omen IT department in the 90s. And they've got to go and deal with a problem with IT. After that, we're going to be going back to the main campaign. So the gang are coming back together. We've already recorded the first like four episodes of that. Things go off the rails in such a terrible, awful, crazy kind of way. I think you'll enjoy it. Since this episode is quite dark, I thought we'd go with a podcast promo this week from the Space D&Ds podcast because they have a really nice, happy tone to them, which I don't have in this episode. So 
this is my little boost for you guys before you get into the next part of this episode. Have a listen now, see what you think. Hi everyone, I'm Sito, the AI aboard the Miss Lily. I'm sorry to interrupt your regularly programmed podcast, but I wanted to tell you about my family who star in the 20-Sided Adventures podcast, a D&D 5e space opera. You have Captain Botchus. What? Are you recording, Sito? He's a good guy, but he needs to work on his hugs. Hey! There's Nora. Yes? Do you need something, Sito? She's a beautiful princess who can kick butt. Aw, thank you! And Daythorn. Hmm? Ready for a story, Sito? Oh! She's super smart and reads lots of books. You can catch our space adventure right now and then every Wednesday starting in March. Okay, gonna start without you. Uh, coming! Are we reading about the lost ones? Thank you for listening to that little promo. As always, if you want to do a promo swap, let us know and we'll get one arranged. Uh, I'm going to let you get back to things now. Koala's got some stuff to deal with and I'm sure you guys do too. Hopefully things are going to work out well for him in the end. See you later. Bye. find yourself back in the room with Ethel and the scientist and Ethel is holding the gun to the scientist and is saying turn it off turn it off now quickly could they see my memory no but I blacked out for a significant amount of time there it looks as if like whilst you were blacked out you were having a seizure okay Ethel's turned the machine off to keep you safe Ethel stop stop uh he didn't my friend, Mark Cooper, he didn't do anything. He, he, he was trying to kill you. He, he, he made the machine. I don't know what happened. I was, I was terrified. I feel like I've done some very, very bad things, Ethel. Um, Carla, are you, are you okay? I think you should go, Ethel. I, I, I want to be alone with this Mark character. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll stand outside. Yeah, sh- shoot something for me. Okay. Uh, she runs off outside to sort of stand guard. I grab him by the lapels of his scientist things. Scientists always have lapels. Yep. Uh, and I ask him, I say, Now what I just saw in there, is there any possible way it didn't happen? I, I, I don't, I, no, I, I don't think so. That there, that tends to be uh, pretty accurate to your memories. Uh, I mean, we, we all sub- subjectively view memories slightly differently, but, but for the most part it tends to be pretty accurate what, what did you see I'm gonna tell you this mister I think back suddenly mid-sentence have I heard that voice anytime recently which voice the voice I heard in the sequence yeah you do not remember hearing this voice before like this is the first time you in your memory have heard this voice I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen now scientist man you're gonna put that helmet on you're gonna put that helmet on and you're gonna tell me how to work this thing 
why? Can it go to more than just your repressed memories? Can it just bring up memories in general? Uh, yeah. It can. What I need you to do is you're going to tell me exactly how this island, this whole island stuff got started. And where whatever thing that controls this stuff is centered. Okay. Because we're going to tear it to the grant. Uh, uh, Alright then. Uh, I can tell you that without going in the machine. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, then just do that then. Uh, so... This is a uh, this 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 is one of uh, Gamma's offshore island facilities. Uh, we have uh, the labs here that we've been doing uh, medical research in, and uh, there there is a missile silo uh, over near the uh, volcano. Uh, they use that for uh, tactical strikes on uh, different locations, uh, depending on whether or not the uh, creatures that they're fighting uh, are dangerous or not. So there's a missile silo here, right? Yeah, there there is a missile silo. Where is where where is its access? Do you can you activate it? Uh, I I don't I I'm not I don't think so. I don't have clearance for that. You need a you need some 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 one of the guards probably. Interesting. Do you have anything that can reanimate dead tissue? No, I I, I don't. I'm afraid. But but I don't I don't think that the uh, scanners check to see whether or not the person is alive. Excuse me for a moment. Where where are those missile silo controls? So he takes you outside to where Ethel's standing, and he points across to the large cylinder-shaped building. Ethel? Yeah? We're going to destroy this base. How do you feel about that? Sounds like fun. All right. Guide us on, Mr. Scientist Man. The scientist takes you to the missile silo, uh, and there's a large sort of wrought iron door with a screw-shaped uh, handle on it to open it. Could you roll for strength to open it? Yeah. I rolled a 16. Okay, so you manage to pull on this rusty handle and eventually the door swings open and you are greeted with the interior of a giant missile silo and there is one giant warhead in the middle of the silo pointing directly upwards. You can see over to your right the steps up to the control panel for this missile silo. Mark Cooper? Yeah? I don't think we need you anymore. Okay, what are you going to do? I was thinking about letting you go. Oh, thank God. Ethel, what do you believe, what, do you, what do you think we should do? I don't think he's hurting anyone, so, I mean, we, we could let him go if you want. I, I don't mind. I mean, I, I can shoot people with, regardless. Mark Cooper, do you, do, you, do you consider me a friend? I'd like to revo- roll for observation. Um, yeah. I roll an 18 for observation. He's telling the truth. All right. I don't have many friends in this world, um, especially not many that are still living. I'm not going to take your face. Okay. I'm going to write down an address. I write down an address on a... I don't know. Uh, I can't use the guard's face. Do I have anyone else's face that I can just sort of... You don't have any other faces on you. Well, I have, I have, the, initial, I have the initial face from the scientist man. You have the face from one of the guards. Yeah, and the one from... Oh! No, you have the mushy face of the scientist man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you have the face of the scientist man from earlier, like the bits of it that were left when the bullets hit. I write down an an address on the back of the face, and I hand it to him, and I say, look me up. Uh, Go to this location when you have a chance. Please do not work for our enemies or reveal that location to our enemies, uh, or I will legitimately have to kill you, not because I want to, because it will be orders. Okay, uh, sure, uh... Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna go and uh, get one of the boats now and, and and leave. That's okay with you guys. Yeah, you have a good time, friend. You have a good time. He then turns around and legs it out of the building, 
and he goes down the steps and you hear him run off and you hear one of the speedboats start up and drive away. Now there is just you and Ethel inside this missile silo near the control panels. What do you want to do? Ethel, I think, um, what do you think of me, honestly? What do you mean? Who am I to you? Well, you're, you're, uh, you're Koala. You're, um, you're one of our agents. You're, you're, you're very, very, you're very tall. You're very nice. I, I think you're a good person. What, what, what's wrong? What did, what did, what meant, what did you see? I think for a moment. And I decide not to tell Ethel. Okay. I say, I didn't see anything. I think it just, uh, scrambled some brain bits. I think I just wanted to make sure who I was. And I give her a faint smile. She smiles back and she goes, no, no, you're, you're definitely my koala for sure. And she walks over to the missile silo and goes, do you want to uh, kick this baby into action? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so you go over and there is a scanner there and you need the facial scan of one of the officers in order to set off this missile. I stick the requisite face piece into the face hole. Uh, you splat the face against the screen. Uh, you hear the scanning machine scan, and it makes a little beeping sound. And then a button starts to glow red beneath. One second, before we fire this thing, we need to actually put some coordinates in, because otherwise we're going to, like, bomb Moscow or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know the coordinates of this island? Um, give me a minute. And she then goes over to one of the desks nearby and looks at a map. Okay, yeah, I've got them. I've got them. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna aim like straight at the volcano? That could be fun. Yeah, let's do it straight into the volcano. Okay. Nice little final surprise for the volcano, which I'm sure has seen a lot of things, but it hasn't seen uh, heavy ballistics fire ever. So she types in the numbers onto the computer. Do you wanna do the honors? No. Yeah, you can do it. Do you wanna do it together? No, I think uh, I'll, I'll let Ethel do that. Ethel goes over and she presses the button and the countdown sequence begins. Uh, so you guys have 20 seconds to get away from the island before the launch begins. And then the missile will go up and then it will turn around and come back down. So I'd say you've probably got like about a minute and a half. Uh, Ethel, uh, are any boats left? Um, I, I don't think there's any boats, but I saw a helicopter. Yeah, I can probably fly a helicopter. Oh, if you can't, I can. Oh, you should do it then. Okay. So the two of you like run out of the building uh, quite epically. Uh, there are a couple more guards come out. Could you quickly roll for agility? Actually, I'd like to roll for persuasion. Okay. I hold up the, the guard's face that I used earlier high into the air, and I say, we just used this to set off a giant-ass missile, so you might want to just try to leave. That's what we're doing. I keep running. Okay, could you roll for persuasion? 19. Okay, so they immediately look up and notice that the missile silo is opening and they take your word for it and they turn around and run off straight into the jungle and you guys run up the nearby set of metal stairs and you get to the top and there's a helicopter pad there and there's a big helicopter there with the word gamma written on the side. Do you want to get in? Absolutely. You both get into the helicopter and you then take off. The helicopter slowly moves off of the platform and you start to make your way away from the island. And you see the missile launch from the silo uh, and you watch as it goes up into the sky. It jettisons its first like layer and then it turns back round and immediately slams into the volcano. Could you please roll for luck? I'm rolling. And that is a two. 
<laughs> what do you have on you at, at the minute? According to my inventory, I have Samara's face, although I already filed that. Emma Black's face, I already filed that. Okay, phone, thalamic sensor, lighter finger, blood sap, giant poison, pointy weapon stick. Okay, I know what to do. The blast knocks the helicopter slightly, and you fall forwards, and your pointy stick drops from your belt, and you see it slide off, and it is about to fall off of the helicopter down below. Do you want to try and grab it? Absolutely. Uh, can I do a blood curdling no first? Okay, go on. No! But an Australian. Um, <laughs> so can I roll for strength so I can like try to punch through the back of my chair to get to this poison pointy stick? Sure. Like, not the, I'm not trying to leap for it. I'm trying to just punch straight through for it. 18. You punch forwards through the chair in front of you and you immediately grab the stick uh, so it doesn't fall through and out of the helicopter. And you watch as the explosion triggers a volcanic eruption. Uh, and you see the lava start to spew out of the top of the volcano and run down onto the base below. You see a pyroclastic flow engulf the island and wipe the entire base out. And the two of you take the helicopter towards the mainland. And as you get towards the mainland, your phone vibrates. I'd like to check caller ID. You see that it is Dr. Smedley. I think I'm going to hang up. Okay. I feel like I've got a lot on my mind. I just escaped with... Ethel, uh, we've got complicated feelings there too now. I, th I feel like Smedley might be a distraction, but uh, maybe we'll be a welcome one. I'll, I'll, I'll answer the phone. Okay, you pick up the phone then, and he goes, Koala? Koala, are you, are you there? What, what's going on? Uh, you, you, were mi you went missing. Yeah, after I signed the uh, paper, um, I went on a meeting, a lunch meeting with a colleague... Uh, uh, wh 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 where'd you go? Because like, where, where, where do you know where Ethel is? Ethel's right next to me, driving a helicopter away from an island that we just blew up with a thermoballistic missile. I think it's thermoballistic. It could be hydrogen nuclear. I I'm not familiar with bomb types. Um, hang, hang on a second. What? Yeah, just normal little uh, thermonuclear um, detonation explosion. I don't know what the scientific term for it is, but there's a giant volcano and it is gone now as is the rest of the island and all of its guards but 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 uh mark cooper's alive though who who, who 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 the hell is mark cooper what what is going on mark cooper is my friend and he'll be by soon uh, i gave him the address right okay um all right well i'm sure that the two of you want some time alone so uh i will expect a debriefing tomorrow if that's if that if that's okay just, just get home. I can, um, I can debrief today. I can debrief today. Uh, don't worry. Don't, don't need extra time off. I think if anything, it would be good for me to get back into duty. Okay. Are you sure you're all right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally fine. As right as a Italian bug in a snug rope hamper that is also my arms. Right. <clears throat> that's a that, that's a traditional Australian saying. To, to mean good. Sure. It means good. I'm fine. I'm sure good. thing. All right then. Okay. We'll we'll see you when you get back from wherever you are. Um, we're we're all glad that you're okay. You know, everyone here. We're we're really looking forward to seeing you again. By all, who exactly knows that I'm gone right now? Pretty much everyone. We've had a massive search party for the both of you. You've been gone for days. It makes sense for Omen agents that you do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, we, we, we uh, were very worried. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I have to go now. We are in a helicopter, and it is, I'm sure this is going to be charged to Omen, and Dr. Brimstone doesn't like unnecessary expenses. Uh, love you, Smedley. Now hang up. Okay, you hang up on him, uh, and the two of you then ride off. Do you want to say anything as you drive away from the island? Hey, Ethel. Um, yeah? Can I uh, say something to you? Honestly, uh, while not worrying that you will uh, perhaps crash the plane or kill me in some way, considering you have produced abilities in that regard. Sure thing. What's up? I really want it today to go well. Uh, there's been an uh, attraction between us, of course. I really care about you uh, in a way that goes beyond work. But I've been digging into my head a little bit lately. And I feel like there's there's a lot there I need to figure out before I can give anyone who needs affection the attention they deserve, and especially you. Uh, I think today should probably be our last date, if you're right with that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's that's fine. As long as you're going to be all right. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm Koala Jackson, right? Yeah, you are. You are Koala Jackson. And the two of you ride off in the helicopter into the sunset towards the nearby mainland. podcast is powered by ellipsis rpg the accessible donationware rule set now available on itch.io if you like what you're hearing please rate us on itunes or wherever you get your podcast you can tweet to us at the hashtag omencast that's o-m-e-n cast and who knows you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us thank you for listening and remember stay vigilant you never know what's out there